Right now, we're joined by Joe Lonsdale. He's co-founder of Plantier, along with Peter Thiel and others, and founder and general partner of the firm uh, 8VC. And uh, Joe also co-wrote a Wall Street Journal editorial talking about the dangers that could go along with the $400 million judgment against, plus judgment, against Donald Trump in a civil case in New York, simply because they don't like his politics. Joe, welcome back. Thanks, Brian. Good to, good to be on. So, Joe, what prompted you and Jeb Bush to get together on that? Uh, Jeb's an old friend. He's a businessman I respect, a governor I respect. And, you know, uh, a lot of us, you know, and I, I know Jeb has not always been a huge fan of Donald Trump, but a lot of us are just outraged at how much weaponization we're seeing in our government across the board. You know, this has really started well, a long time ago with the, with the Labor Department coming a pound here when Peter Thiel spoke up for Trump, you know, and, and, and then we're seeing my friend Elon Musk get attacked, and we're seeing Donald Trump get attacked unfairly. And, you know, that's, that's not how America's supposed to work. So Jeb might not love Trump, but, I, but as a friend, you, you know, I feel like talking to him about it, and he, he agrees that we, we can't allow this weaponization of our government. It's not right, and it's important for people, even if you don't love the person they're attacking, to speak up and say, that's wrong. That's not how America works. Kevin O'Leary was the first one to step up and say, look, no one's going to do business in New York now. And now if a bank wants to do business with Trump, they know they're going to get unbelievable scrutiny or insure unbelievable scrutiny. And what people don't understand, it doesn't end with Trump. Maybe it just started with Trump. And what they did is start looking at and try to find a problem. There were no complaints from banks. There were no complaints from insurers. There were no complaints that people didn't get paid. In fact, everybody got paid back. But they went after him. They said you weren't telling, you weren't uh, approaching these loans, and you were being, weren't being truthful uh, with your applications. And now they charge him four hundred fifty million dollars as he waits for an appeal. Who's got four hundred fifty million dollars laying around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I mean, I, I was wondering. The Eighth Amendment of the Constitution says you're not supposed to have excessive fines. It seems to me like that is clearly an excessive fine as well. The whole the whole thing is is, is clearly ridiculous. And you know. It's it's not how America's supposed to work. I love this country. I'm, I'm building a lot in this country, and I, I'm still very optimistic on America. But the way we keep this working is we don't want to be like the third world. We don't want to have these crazy people hunting people for, for bullshit reasons. How was uh, Peter Thiel pursued? Peter Thiel. Well, you know, yeah. So 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 you know, Peter and I were co-founders of Palantir, and and you know, it, all of a sudden when he spoke at the Republican convention for Trump, you know, a very famous speech. He said, I'm, he said, he said, I'm proud to be. Uh, Republican and proud to be gay, proud to be American, and I thought that was a pretty cool thing to, to do on the floor of the RNC for Trump. And uh, you know, you know, right afterwards, less than two months afterwards, the Labor Department sues Palantir, says we're not hiring enough Asians, which is pretty funny because I think the company's like 25% Asian in Silicon Valley. And, and by the way, we're not allowed to hire Chinese citizens for the DOD stuff we're doing. So it was, it was clearly just uh, it was clearly like a mafia type tactic where it's like, you know what? You do something we don't like, we're going to give you trouble. And this is this is how the government works now. The regulatory state has massive amount of power. It's, it's unchecked. It's unaccountable. And when people speak up, it finds ways. It finds ways to harass you. There's activists who do that. It's terrible. And then you turn out with Elon Musk. Now he's uh, in the crosshairs of the government, even though he's built the number one electric car in the country. You would think he'd be the darling, uh, but because of Twitter and what he's done and what he exposed, now he's in the crosshairs. What price is he paying? You know, it's, uh, I mean, Elon's been really courageous. I think he's, he's one of the most important men in America. Uh, we, you know, we'd be losing to China on so many things with space as well and defense with, with space. If we didn't have SpaceX, it's just extraordinary what he's accomplished. And I mean, he gets standing ovations, right? When you go in front of people in the army and whatnot, but you, you basically have every, you basically have every regulatory apparatus weaponized against him. The DOJ is going after him. The SEC is going after him. The FCC, the, you know, there, there's all these launches delayed for months for, 
total BS reasons of critical national security things with SpaceX because they fish and wildlife, you know, people, cat ladies want to harass them. I mean, the whole thing is just, is just really terrible. So for you personally, you're not just sitting on the sidelines looking to max out your money. You're also helping with defense. And when it came to Ukraine, you took action. So what could you tell us about what you've done and what you've discovered and how you've helped uh, them hold off the Russians? Yeah, you know, well, I, I, I started Palantir 20 years ago, and I'm very proud of it. I'm not running it today, but, but listen, there, there's, there's the, the most important, there's, a, there's a different types of, of, of weapons that are important for defense. Some of the most important weapons are the best intel- intelligence tools and the technologies that let you see what's going on. And so, you know, Palantir has, you know, been deployed in Ukraine early on, and we're at the cover story in time earlier. And, you know, you can help figure out where the, where the Russian forward generals and corporals are. You help figure out, you know, what they're doing, you help, you help map it out and you help target them. And, and, you know, having those kinds of technologies uh, is really critical in, in warfare these days. And it's, you know, it's Palantir, it's companies like Andrel as well, which my friends started after Palantir, which are providing all technologies for anti-drone and for all sorts of other kind of new, new ways to target the bad guys. And it turns out that if you want to stay ahead in warfare, you need to have your best and brightest engineers kind of working on the front lines and, and, and help, helping out, you know, with the U.S., which is what we're doing. Tell us about Palantir, like how you decided it, and you're not running it now, but what it was designed to mm-hmm. do. Yeah, well, you know, Palantir, Palantir really came out of uh, came out of a lot of what we learned in Silicon Valley uh, in the you know in, in the first first tech wave, and it turned out there's companies like PayPal. You know, so Elon Musk and Peter Thiel each started competing companies, and they merged to become PayPal. And at PayPal, we had the Chinese and Russian mafia trying to steal all sorts of money from us. We were losing millions of dollars a month. Our competitors went bankrupt, these mafia online, and we figured out how to build all these investigative tools to stop them. And, and, and you know, we had to teach the FBI and the Secret Service how to, how to arrest these people and how to get, you know, get, find them after we, we found them. And we got to know the guys, and it turned out that the tools in D.C. were way behind. And then 9-11 happened, and after 9-11, the government spent billions of dollars on stuff that was way behind Silicon Valley. And this was, this was a problem because America was under attack, and you had incompetent uh, people, you know, basically spending money in the wrong way. So we said, you know what, we better take the best and the brightest from the tech world and re-equip the, you know, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, uh, you know, all the national counterterrorism centers, how to bring data together and how to, how to go, after, go after the bad guys. And Palantir partnered with a lot of these groups, partnered with a lot of special forces, and really was critical in helping find and take out thousands of terrorists, which was obviously something we're very proud of and, you know, helped stop a lot of major attacks as well. Joe Lonsdale is with us. Joe, which could really, in contrast to a lot of uh, Silicon Valley, you decided they didn't want to work with the Defense Department after a while, right? Yeah, you're right. And that, that was, you know, <clears throat> we were seen as very strange people in Silicon Valley to want to be partnering. Why are you guys doing defense intelligence? Why aren't you just doing social media? And, you know, it, it got worse. You know, when the woke stuff really started getting crazy in 2013, 14, 15, I remember Google had these key programs that were trying to help the government, and all of a sudden they protested, and they said, we're not going to help the government anymore because defense is wrong. And, you know, it was a kind of this anti-American thing where Google was, you know, you see it today, too, with Google. They're pretty woke. They're, they're globalists. They're not really pro-U.S. And so they pulled out. And when they did that, a bunch of my friends and I said, oh, this is not acceptable. we got to jump back in. That's when you see my friends in Palmer Lucky start Andrel, where you see us kind of jump back in and start building these companies because we realized, you know, there was no other source of the best and brightest engineers going into this anymore, and so we had to step in. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. 
Out of the gates and ready to go. Hey, it's Hutton with Row. Hot Mike is here on the Outkick Network. We've got your afternoon covered with the latest sports discussion, and it's available wherever you find your audio. Daily analysis and news. He is hot. I am Mike. Actually, my <laughs> name is Chad. His name is Jonathan. But you get the picture. We're going to bring it every single day. Whatever you want to call us, we'll respond to. We just want you to respond to what we're dishing out every day. And while you're here, we hope you'll subscribe to the podcast, like, subscribe, and share. And what about you deciding to go into Ukraine? What did you discover? How did you help? Well, so, so I wasn't running Palantir by that point. And, and, uh, but, you know, and it's an important point, Brian. Palantir is, uh, is an American company. It partners with the American government. The American government is what decides to go into Ukraine. Palantir decides to, if they're going to do something and help something, that we're going to do it really well. And, you know, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the truth. The first group to actually <laughs> Palantir, even though it's American, also partners with our allies. I think U.K. took it in there first because we do partner with the U.K. You know, it's America encourages us to. And, uh, and, and, and then American others went in as well. And Palantir basically helped map out where the bad guys are, run all the systems, if, you know, basically, like, what are the information systems to learn how you're going to fight a war, how you're going to decide what's, what, you know, what, where your supplies are, how you're going to decide what to attack, what to defend. Like, this has to be run through an AI-driven system that takes all the information into account, empowers you to make those decisions. That's what Palantir is. It's a backbone that, that kind of runs the efforts. And also, we're, no, we're noticing that warfare has really changed even from when the Ukraine war started. I mean, we're seeing this now. Like the, our Pentagon's going to school on how the Ukrainians have innovated from some of the things that we've given them. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, the drone part of the warfare is fascinating. You basically create uh, tens of thousands of these really small things, and you can use them to target and go really fast, and they're really hard to block. And, you know, there's new technologies. There's a company called Epirus right now, which is the leading EMP technology in the world that we also built here in the U.S., and it turns out you can, you can fire microwave radiation to turn off drones miles, you know, miles away and whatnot and protect things. And, and, and we're, you know, there's all sorts of new kind of back and forth. How do you make small weaponized drones? How do you shoot them down? Uh, Iran, of course, has some very powerful, they're called level three drones, are these big Shahid drones, and they're really hard to stop, and we're learning how to stop them without having to waste too much money, because the problem is right now, Brian, is if, it's, if you spend $3 million on a Patriot missile to stop one of these things or some other giant thing, that's, that, and the drone itself only costs, you know, you know $10,000, that's a huge waste, and so there's, there's all sorts of new warfare techniques going back and forth trying to figure it out. Because we're spending too much knocking down these Houthi, uh, these Houthi tribesmen are just sending these one-way drones exactly. in. Exactly. So and, it, exactly. and then we got to go reload. So are you are you guys working on that now? Are you playing a role with this? It, well, yeah, well, so 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 we have these new so Epirus, and, you know, in 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 mythology, Epirus was a bow of Theseus who started Athens, and his bow had infinite arrows. And the reason we're called, they call this thing called Epirus is it fires a blast of energy, so it has infinite arrows effectively. And so the blast of energy only costs you know pennies or dollars compared to spending millions of dollars for missiles. So we're trying to teach the government, don't waste a million dollars every time. Just have an energy weapon ready and shoot it down with the energy weapon. It's much cheaper. It's much more effective if you can get a massive shield that basically hits everything. And so, there's, yeah, so, so we are working on that as well. That company, Empress, is doing really good work. It's, we're, you know, it's just, just getting, starting to get deployed in some of the things there, too. So, Joe, when you say directed energy, you mean lasers? You know, lasers is one version of that. The Israelis have great have great lasers, actually. But in this case, we're doing microwave radiation. It turns out is the most the second blast of super high energy microwaves. And what that does, it destroys electronics. So it doesn't actually hurt people. Any one of these things has electronics in it. If you fry the electronics, they fall out of the sky. So that's how that one works. You, so would I see it? Would I, I mean, would do what uh, I see a blast? I would not even see it. You would not, you would not even, you would not even see it. So if we're gonna, we, when we show it off, if you look up Epirus online, you could, we show it off like 
as if it's like the energy shield, but you know, you wouldn't really, you wouldn't really, you just see the device and you wouldn't even know it fired probably. And, and the thing would just fall out of the sky. It's pretty, pretty cool. How effective has China been in taking some of our technology? We seem to lead and they seem to have. Iran almost instantly had the same level or close to the same level drones as we had. How are these rest of the world keeping up? Is this flat out thievery? Well, you know, uh, I, 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 they, they do like to try to copy us, and we've caught China a lot of times trying to copy us at our companies, but we have pretty good security. I don't think they're, I don't think they're up to speed. They don't have a palantir. They don't have what Epirus has. They, they have probably stolen a lot of things over the years. But let's be honest. Iran, Iran has probably the third-best electrical engineering university in the world. Iran has a lot of smart people. I, I, I don't hate the Iranian people. I hate the Iranian government. Unfortunately, uh, there are enemies right now, and their people are really smart. I have to say the same thing for China. China has... You know, the Utani used to only just copy us 20, 30 years ago. But if you look at the innovation and the engineering going on in China, there's a lot of really great engineers. Uh, we, I, I desperately hope we can have uh, we can have a different regime in China because the CCP is evil. But it'd be awesome to be able to work with the Chinese people, man, because they are innovating and they are smart. And they are going to be a threat if we can't fix that government over there. And finally, let's go full circle. What do you hope comes out of the editorial? What's been the feedback since you wrote it on the Wall Street Journal? You know, it, it's, it's been really great because a lot of my friends in business who don't like Trump, they agree that, that, that for the sake of America, it's not right what's happening. It's, it's kind of like this far left part of the Democratic Party has, has weaponized the courts. And I think a lot of even the moderate left, uh, you know, a lot of my friends are honest about it, say this is wrong, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. They're afraid to speak up in public against their own party when they're politicians, but, it, but in the business circles, they agree with it. And I really hope we can shift the Overton window away because it's just, we don't want the right weaponizing in the courts either. We want nobody weaponizing the courts. That, that's, how we, that's how we spiral towards a third world country. And so it's great to see people step up and say, yeah, even though I don't like this person, this is not how we're supposed to treat him. This is not how America is supposed to work. Joe, you agree that Ukraine needs to be funded, right? I, I think we need to stop Russia. I think there's a lot of uh, corruption and bad things and waste and that we've that, that, that happen over there. But oh, so, it's, I, so I emphasize with why people are opposed to it. But overall, uh, I think we need to stop the bad guys and fight the bad guys. Joe Lonsdale, thanks so much. Appreciate what you're doing for the country and, and for our show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.